I'm Willow Wilson. I'm playing Renette Bollinger. If your blazer is wet, do not fret. At least you haven't been murdered yet. Hi, I'm Mary Stack, and I am playing Georgie Sullivan, owner of Nitwit Haven. And I know we're here investigating murder, but that won't stop this maven from bringing her business further and offering knitting lessons. I am Holland Lane Curtis, and I'm playing Birdie, who's got a full-body mud mask, an empty flask, and ready to kick some ass. Hi, my name is Jazz Isinger. I'll be playing Doris Featheringham, who is definitely not a boorish tourist. My name is Jonah Knight, your keeper and occasional playwright. Welcome to Roll to Metal, and as you settle in, we'll begin part four of Our Ladies of Safe Harbor. Sean Patrick Kane is the author, and in the show notes there is a link for you to click on and slink on over to see their stuff. And before you say enough enough, you're just repeating last week's intro. Uh, I'll just say, okay, ready? Let's go. Georgie and Renette. Here you are in the hallway outside of Brother Benjamin's old office with Flossie, with her arms crossed, perhaps not the hardest expression on her face, though exactly what she's feeling is a little hard to read at the moment. And she says, I'm not sure why you are back here. It's, it's not that this is off limits per se. Though, I suppose I should expect that you would just go anywhere you like. I remember when you hadn't fallen under such poor influences. We had such a, uh, I regret the loss of our friendship. But I suppose that's just water under the bridge now. Are you done? No. Oh, she's not done. It seemed like she had something to say other than to, I mean, I would hope, other than to what I think was disparaging our other friend. No, that's fine. The The two of you can certainly make choices about who your friends are, and that's that's fine. We're all adults. I'm just here to collect something that I left with Brother Benjamin and as soon as I get my snow globe, I will be on my way. So if the two of you will excuse me. And she reaches out to open the door. Yeah, okay. She steps in and she turns on the light. What? What did you do? What? What are you talking about? We were looking for paper towels. The- no, and she moves quickly into the room, Are you, and you can hear her rummaging about. Looks like she has fallen sort of to her knees, and is going. You can hear her rustling around with the the things that fell off the shelf. What the hell, Flossie? You knocked something over already? <sighs> Renette, I don't know what I ever did to you to deserve being treated like this. Honestly, I can't remember. This was all I had left from him. Fine. It's just a sign. It's just a sign. And she puts a hand on the desk. 
pushes herself up to her feet, sort of wipes off her knees. Wait, Flossie. No, it's, this is just what I should expect everywhere I go. There the two of you are, and the other one, and... Okay, well... I, no, that's... It seems it, you're, you're going through something. Um, do you want to talk about it? I'm, I'm sorry if stuff happened, but if... I'm sorry, if the snow globe that you seem to be fussing over was significant, do you want to... Do you want to talk about it? You said him. Not that I would expect you to remember, but we did talk about him, about Benjamin, and how I thought that he was going to propose, and instead, and instead he did not. He went in a different direction with his life, and here we are. I gave him that snow globe our senior year in high school. And he kept it. That's all right. It's all right. We don't need things. We have memories. That's, That's fine. true. Memories. That's all. That's all. Okay. The two of you keep doing whatever it is you're doing, and the rain will stop, and then you will leave, and then we'll all be happy. And she starts to march off. Once she's out of earshot, I say to Georgie, you know, you know, it's making sense because, you know, I keep hearing all these bad things about Brother Benjamin. It just makes sense that those two would go together. Yeah, I can, I can see it. Also, do you remember why we hate her? Because I, I can't for the life of me remember. I just I know that can, I do. I cannot. I honestly have no idea at this point. Yeah, I, I feel like it would be a little more apparent, but uh, it's almost like it was a spur of the moment decision that we made one time while at book club. Yeah, but those are the kind of decisions that last a lifetime. That's true. Those and I mean, she hasn't given us any reason to like like her. She keeps hating on uh, on Birdie. So, and I mean, I mean, we also keep hating on Birdie, but like in a friendship way. Just in our, you know, our friendly verbal jousting. Yeah, I I'm really I I I feel like I usually am a little more in tune with people's emotions and I I feel kind of surprised that we didn't remember that uh, Brother Benjamin, before he was Brother Benjamin, was going to propose to Flossie. Just regular Benjamin. Just regular Benjamin. Unless and, he was also someone's brother. Well, then, yes, you know. Th- then he could be double brother Benjamin. Double brother. <laughs> double but back brother when he was just single brother Benjamin. And yeah. single, except yeah. when he was with Flossie. <laughs> okay, okay. I don't know. I think the rain down. is getting to me. My brain is, is doing some yes. funny things. Hey, the rain in Brindlewood Bay can definitely mess with one's mental state. Mm-hmm. Um, and light breeze. And the light breeze. It must have been, but it must have been hard for Flossie to be here and to have been working alongside him. And yeah. so I just find it, I don't know, interesting, I guess. Yeah, that is something to consider because, it, yikes. It seems like, in a way, they have stayed in each other's lives. And you would think she'd have a little more information about him and his life and what maybe could have happened here. 
she voluntarily um, was sticking her nose into, you know, overseeing renovations and whatnot. So she she came here to this island where her um, former beau, Brother Ben, where she, she knew he was and decided to stick her nose in and mess with all the, you know, try to get the renovations going or whatever it is that she was doing. So she was here on purpose, mm-hmm. whether she was actively trying to reconnect with, with uh, Brother Ben or not, that's, that could be something to consider. Mm-hmm. Bertie and Doris, you're outside in the rain. You get a good look at Wari some distance away and she turns away and continues to run towards the dock. To where her boat is? Yes. Doris is running as fast as her legs can carry her to try to catch up to find out what exactly they worry thought they saw and to have a conversation. Yeah, I don't feel like it's the best idea because um, Wari's not a huge fan of me, but also I don't want her like spreading shit that's not true. Hmm, will I make this better or worse? I think is what's going on uh, in Bertie's head as they're walking towards. Yeah, no, she's got to do damage control, even if she's the damage. Yeah, we'll go. We'll go. So you're going to, you're both following her quickly. You're, You're trying to run after her? I'm like waving to like get her attention. It, I don't, I'm trying not to look like aggressive. I'm just like, worry, wait. Doris is full on running. Trying to catch up, close the gap. Wari's young. She's very athletic. And it is some kind of a foot race that one person is running. And then a couple other people are like, you know, participants in. It takes a moment for the two of you to sort of catch up to the point where you can see where she has sort of turned around the corner. Luncheon tent is sort of before you. She has uh, created a, a pretty good distance. She's down towards the dock. She's not running anymore, but she's walking sort of quickly. And the two of you can see as you pursue that she has at her boat and kind of hops onto the back. And so you know where she is. It's still tied up. It's not going anywhere, but you know where she went. Oh, that's definitely going to bite us in the ass, but I really don't know if I'm the person to talk to Wari. That's okay. Doris doesn't have any relationship with Wari. That's also a problem, though, I think. Maybe. Um, It's a problem for Birdie. Yeah. No, you're right. I have the long-lasting consequences to whatever happens. Um, and you're you're good to go afterwards, so... We think. Mm. We're not sure how this is going to turn out. You know what? I've done worse. I go and catch up. <laughs> okay, but right. we're, we're chill. We're not being aggressors. We're just informing her of what's happening. Okay? Be chill. I'm always chill. Great. Me too. Let's go. The two of you make your way back down to the dock in preparation for this storm. Uh, Wari boarded up the windows. She has these sort of storm boards that come up to protect the glass. The uh, the ramp to uh, Dickie Jr.'s romantic cruises is still there. Looks like you could get on that boat. 
Uh, but Wari's ramp is not there. She did hop on the back. The two of you sort of stand. You don't see her downstairs. You don't see her up top. You know she has a crow's nest all the way at the top. And Bertie, you know, you've had some experience hopping onto boats before with mixed success. And the two of you think that if you're going to try to board this boat in this rain, you know, these clouds are so dark, it might even be a night move. There's a lot of rain. It's very wet. The boat is sort of sloshing about in the waves. But you know, it's not that far. You could probably do it. You could probably do it. Worry? Worry? Hello? I need to retrieve something from the boat. But I can't seem to get on it. Could you come help? No response. You know, for some reason, I feel like she moved the thing so we can't get on there. Which seems crazy to me, but... Well, I, I didn't don't see know. her move it, so she had to have moved it before. Probably because of the storm? Probably, yeah, no, probably because of the storm and not because of us. It's um, probably not your fault, the reason that she would have moved oh, that. Oh, it would never to get away be from my you. fault. Definitely uh, anyways, not. Um, I do think, I do, hear me out. I do think that we should maybe, like, half and half this... Where, like, one of us goes on, one of us stays off. Because I just have a feeling that if we both try, it might not be the best solution. You know? So what you're saying is you're volunteering to go on the boat because you're not a day over 39 and we both have a burnt finger. Exactly. So all things being equal, you're going on the boat. You're volunteering? Um, I mean, I think that I'm the most able-bodied being 39, I've decided today. Be my guest. This is fine. <laughs> Would you like assistance getting on the boat? How? What is the that's, form of this assistance? That's a good question. <laughs> I could try to hold the boat to at least steady it a little mm-hmm. bit so that it's not quite as rocky when you're trying to get on it. That seems scary. I mean, the other option is I could launch your legs over the side, mm-mm, mm-mm. which didn't seem like it was any better. <laughs> I look over at the other boat and I go, well, that one has a ramp. We could just use that. Come on, Bertie, take one side. I'll take the other. We'll haul it over here and you can get on the boat. You know, I don't know if that's how that works, but I don't know enough about boats to say that it isn't. So let's do it. I think that you both grab the ramp from Dickie's Romantic Cruises and haul it over, and as you do, your fingers hurt a lot because you're carrying this heavy, giant plank. And yes, you've got it here. Hear me out. Um, we each take one of the um, garden gloves that she had in her bag, and we put them on the burned finger thing, so it's slightly less bad. Yeah, I think that um, <laughs> it might be, I think that, it, you know, sometimes pressure on a burn can help. I think you still need to roll a night move. Oh, no, yeah, 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 yeah. I, this was not me trying to get out of it. Because the Just... boat is still going up and down in the waves, and this ramp is not made for this boat, and it looks like it might just slide off. Mm. But it might not. It might not, it might not. slide off at all. <laughs> oh, man, I got a 
do it because Birdie would, but such a bad idea. It's just a single night move. Because I'm assuming, Doris, you're gonna you're gonna try to help as best you can, maybe with your feet on the end of the ramp so it doesn't slide out. Now, who knows what might happen? There might be a particularly big wave. There might be a sudden gust of wind, but we won't know until there's a roll. Uh, okay. What is the worst that could happen here? I hit my head on the side of the boat and then go under the water. Whee! Yep. <laughs> high stakes, high reward, baby! Let's go! That is an eight. Yeah, Birdie, you take a step onto the ramp. Take another step onto the ramp. Doris, you're behind. You're holding it as tightly as you can, keeping the base steady, hopefully, steady, hopefully. Birdie, you're halfway across the ramp, and you can feel it start to slide off of the edge of the boat. And you have a moment to make a choice. Do you jump forward onto the boat? Or do you jump back onto the dock before this ramp completely slides away into the river? You have this moment. You have a moment. You have to pick. I, you have to I, pick. You can feel go, it sliding. I go backwards. I go backwards. Jump back onto the deck, onto, yeah. the, onto the dock. Mm-hmm. And the ramp slides and tips into the river. I think as that split second is happening, um, Bernie is just thinking back on all of the near misses she's had recently, especially uh, at the snowdrop house. And just thinking about how close a lot of those things were. And maybe just realizing that she, as much as she jokes about it, she's not 39 anymore. And she's gotta, she's gotta be a little smarter about what she does. Neither of us are telling Dickie Jr. about this. Tell him what? Tell him what? We should go. We should go. Let's 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 get out of here. It's really damp. I'll race you. You know what? Yeah. Okay. Back inside the chapel, Georgie and Renette. Flossie has left you. She has stormed away. Maybe for the first time left you with more questions about her. But here you are. Do the two of you have a plan? I mean, I think we were just going to investigate some other rooms around the chapel. Okay. This back hallway curves around. You've passed the emergency exit over there. You've passed the bathrooms over there. So you're going off in the other direction. It is sort of looping around. And you come upon a back staircase going up. Hey, maybe this is for where the choir would be. And it looks like if you keep going, you end up back in the chapel proper. Right, and we've been in the chapel proper. Yep, you haven't necessarily gone around to do a, you know, a, a thorough meddling of that space, but you've seen it, and it looks very nice. The renovations are are really top notch. Well, what do you think, Georgie? Well, it sounds like we need to do a thorough meddling. I think so too. Yeah. So the stairs that go up to the choir balcony. Sorry, is that like the opposite side of the bell tower we already yeah. had searched or like on the same? So like you could climb up into the choir area and, you know, potentially like see into the. The the bell tower access was near the front doors. And so you're near the back of the chapel. So it's sort of hard to see necessarily how they would connect to each other, but it's probably a good view. 
from the balcony. Well, let's I think uh, a balcony with a good view could be yeah. helpful. Let's see what we can see, the lay of the chapel. Yeah. The choir balcony could hold maybe a dozen, 18 people all standing up in their robes. It gives you a great view of the chapel itself. Uh, you can see Flossie down near the entrance. It looks like she has sort of stopped there. Her back is sort of towards you, and she's all the way at the other end of the building, but she's sort of still looking down. And then the door opens, and she suddenly sort of jolts back to attention, and Abraham Castro enters, and then a moment later, Olivia enters behind him, and Flossie just sort of gives them both a little bit of space and walks out the front door. Olivia is animated, and you can hear the occasional profanity in Castro. His posture is that of someone who is stuck in a conversation that they do not want to be in. And we, we so we can't hear their conversation from where we are? From where you are, now the acoustics in here are pretty great. And the gist of it is that Olivia is angry. It seems like she has many things that she is angry about. Abraham is not really talking much. It seems like this is Olivia venting. I'm just going to take a look around the choir balcony, see if there's any uh, a red marker or something, any clues. That sounds like you're meddling. It, it does, uh, because I am. Okay. <laughs> That's an eight. I'm on the balcony, kind of just crouching, staying uh, low to the ground uh, to avoid being seen by those below. And I'm just, you know, scouring the area, looking at the, looking at the flooring, looking for anything lost on the floor, looking for anything, any, I don't know, loose floorboards or something, anything suspicious. There are a few very basic um, benches up here. The one in the front near the edge of the balcony, the, the wall of the balcony itself has a number of slots for hymnals. One of the hymnals catches your eye. Mm -hmm. And all of these look like they were fairly new, like perhaps they were bought for the renovation. These are not the, the historical hymnals. But one of them on the cover looks like it has been marked up by a red marker. Georgie, maybe you're, you're beside Renette as she finds this book. The two of you can see something, a shape, a symbol, a sigil. And as the two of you take a look at it, at this strange symbol, both of you recall seeing it sketched onto the map with the X over this island. Do one of you have that map with you or do one of the others have it right now? I do believe I'm the one that found it. So even if I gave it to someone at one point, um, uh, I'd, uh, I'd say I took it back. It's easy enough to pull it out. And yep, it is the same sigil. Georgie, it's the same sigil. This is getting weirder. <laughs> everything, yeah. everything we find is just getting more, I don't know, yeah. bizarre, bigger feeling. And the handwriting that's marking up this hymnal. Same handwriting as the Rotten Hell note. As you flip through it, 
The only thing that seems to be altered is this symbol on the cover. Okay. The interior pages have not been damaged or anything. Oh, okay. And as the two of you sort of discuss this, it takes a moment to realize that the acoustics in this chapel are such that this little conversation has completely carried to the floor. Mm-hmm. And Abraham and Olivia have stopped and they're looking up at the two of you in the balcony. And that is the eight. Oh, hi there. We were just exploring the new renovations. And they kind of look at each other and Abraham says, they're quite nice. Yeah, I know. I, I don't know if the, apparently the acoustics in here are, are absolutely wild. I don't know if that was effective if you had that in mind with the renovations, but good God. What is it that you found? Oh, well, we, um, well, there's, we were looking at these hymnals, you know, you know, sometimes when faced with tragedy, you got to turn to prayer, um, hymnals, music, etc. So we were looking at these and there was this funny symbol written on the, the cover of one of them. Weird, right? Uh, uh, stay right there. Uh, I'm coming up. Okay. I take a bunch of pictures because I'm afraid that this hymnal is going to get taken from us. And I want to make sure that I have a record of the, the symbol. Yeah. Uh, oh, uh, well, he's coming up. I'll text some emojis to our group chat. Book emoji. Uh, probably the, the whatever symbol is closest to the symbol um, on the thing. There's a bunch of weird symbols in the emoji keyboard. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Magnifying glass. Oh, a sh- uh, marker, red, red Sharpie or whatever, emoji, um, exclamation point, uh, music I, notes. I immediately text back two boats, four of the red X's, and then um, six of the angry red faces with the uh, cursing bar in front of the mouth. Mm. I send back a thumbs up. <laughs> It takes Abraham a moment to get up there. The two of you, you finish your texting, you finish your photos. He comes up the back stairs. Olivia hasn't gone anywhere. She stayed down there, is throwing her arms out with uh, an exasperated tone. And her profanity just continues to fill the room. Mm. These goddamn motherfuckers, I'm going to kill somebody. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you and I both. And Abraham, you can hear his footsteps on the steps. He comes up and he looks very curious. This was just sitting there? Yeah. <sighs> Shakes his head. Why? Do you recognize the symbol? Oh, no. I, no, I have no idea. I just think that it's a sign we haven't even opened yet. And already vandalism. This whole facility... Well, it's just another sign that we never should have reopened. Oh. If you don't mind, I should I should take this back to the rest of the board. That's interesting. So, but you handled all the renovations, but you didn't you didn't think it was wise to reopen? Well, it certainly is uh, a lucrative money maker for the Historical Preservation Society, and it is a historical landmark that the church wants to continue. There's a lot of public support locally, as you know. People come from long distances away to visit this, this 
honestly, this, this very beautiful attraction, but no. And just because I'm the president uh, of the society does not mean that everything goes the way I want it to go. Yeah. No, if you, and he sort of reaches, uh, if you don't mind, I'll, I'll take that. I should bring it back to the board. Yeah, I mean, I'm just, where do you get the books? And was it like, was it like a bulk order from like a used bookstore? Cause you know, used bookstores, sometimes they get in a lot of like, uh, just unsold books that are like mint condition. But then if you do a bulk order of it, it's just a bunch of those. And then one ratty old one, that might be what happened here. I can't say I, I have a lot going on. I'm not in charge of the hymnals. Well, Sister Jeffries might know. Oh, cool. Maybe I'll take it to her. Maybe yeah. she'll understand. No, she'll no I should. Her. Well, I should take it back to the, the committee. Well, if you, you're if you not going anywhere soon. We can absolutely just take it to Sister Jeffries now and hand it over, and then you can take it to the committee. Yeah, I was in the middle of reading this uh, this hymn here. Bread. Also, God. I'm so sorry. I did God, bread. <laughs> God and bread and goodness and milk and honey and i don't know um I didn't something about a exactly, lamb I didn't catch oh exactly i'm hungry why, <laughs> i didn't catch exactly why you don't you didn't think the chapel should reopen it sounds like it you know it, there were benefits as you said people come to visit it's lucrative for the society but what exactly were the downfalls well, we didn't need to put as much money into it as we did. If we just wanted tourism, then that would be fine. If we just want to preserve the location, then that would be fine. There's just a... There's a history to this building. There's, that makes um... sense, because it's a historical building. Yes. But go on. He kind of... Gives you a bit of a dirty look. I suppose if you really wanted to know, then you would treat this seriously. Oh, I am. We I'm sorry if my mannerisms seriously. are a bit off-putting. This is just how I am. I'm, I'm legitimately interested. I would love to hear the story of this building. You know I was a history teacher for many years mm-hmm. at the high school, and I just find it fascinating I wouldn't have stumbled across this building's story. So please, share. That is curious. I wonder why that is. I'll tell you what. The storm will be over soon, and then we'll all just uh, we'll all just leave. And then hopefully this place will, uh, well, we'll certainly be having some meetings about that. Hmm. And he turns and begins to walk away. Well, that was the most non-answer answer I've heard. <laughs> yeah, we still have the hymnal, right? You do, because I was. Clutching on to it, reading about God and bread. And lambs. And lambs, yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool, cool, cool. I tuck it into my blazer. Should we talk to Sister Jeffries? I think so. I think that is a wise move. Doris and Bertie, you're leaving the dock. You're headed back up to the chapel. The luncheon tent is in between you. What is your plan? I'm sure you have a very detailed plan. What are you up to? Oh, the most detailed. It goes like this. Leave the boat. Just leave it be. We'll just, we'll just leave the boat alone. Both of them. Mm -hmm. And we'll just, we'll just go somewhere else. Yeah. I'm feeling like it would be a good idea to get back to Georgie and Burnett and don't tell them I said that, but I just feel like anytime I am not near them today, 
things are bad. You know, I do seem to feel safer around you, but I feel safer around everyone as a whole more so than I am by myself. So I think I think that's a good plan. Let's go find them. You feel safe around me? I'm doing something safer than by today. myself. Oh, that's fine. I don't, thought it don't. was like a, a character flaw that you were pointing out in me. That I no, make people feel safe? No. no, I want them to feel uneasy. Apparently. It's all about power, you know. You understand. You get it. Oh, yes, of course. Okay, let's find our friends. I'm anxious. Bye. And you pass the luncheon tent, and you're almost at the, the front of the chapel. But both of you can see over towards the side, across the manicured lawn, the groundskeeper shed. Liam is outside in his rain poncho, and in a conversation with Sister Jeffries. She's holding a, a rain poncho over her head, trying to stay dry. And she goes inside the shed, and Liam kind of puts his hands up to his head and sort of walks around in circles as though he's very distraught. And then a moment later, he walks into the shed as well. Oh, Didn't you look, go into the shed earlier? If it isn't the consequences of my actions, yes. Oh, so it is your fault. There might have been a little tiny, minuscule situation in the shed. With the like the situation with the shelf. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I'm usually a lot better than this. I'm just off my game today. You know, I it's, it's a bit rainy, and I wore my nice boots. Yeah, I wondered about that. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you want to go confront the consequences of your actions, or should we go find the others? Oh, oh, that feels yucky. Understood. But I feel like the universe is pointing that out to me for a specific reason. You don't have to go. I'm just, I'm, look, okay, I'm, I feel really, like, off my instincts right now, which is not a good thing for me. Um, but I keep having these instincts to do things and then they're just not ending up good, which has never happened before. So I'm just, I'm feeling a little, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I feel weird. I don't like this place. I'm stuck on an island. You're feeling emotional. And you don't know what I to do with would it. never. Right. That's my point exactly. Hmm. Curious. Hmm. No. I don't think it is. Just start walking. Walking where? Ugh. Doris heads inside, not the shed. Yeah, no, I, I go inside. I can't face my, my consequences yet. Doris, as you open the door, right away, you almost bump into Olivia, who stops short, glares at you, and punches the other side of the door so that it swings back and hits the side of the building very hard, makes a loud noise, and she stomps off back to the tent. Your food was very good, Olivia. Fuck you. You're welcome. That, that was kind of that was kind of fair. We did kind of like set fire to the entire tent. Yeah, so yeah, I know. I thought I'd try a compliment. Sometimes it works. Uh, not always. I keep going in. Hoping not to run across another consequence. Thinking about that boat. Well, the boat. The boat. No, back to the friends. Can't do this. And soon enough, the four of you back together inside the chapel. 
Hey, Birdie, do you remember why we hate Flossie? Oh, very justified reason. Um, why? Yeah. Did she say something? Uh, I mean, she said some things. I'm just, I can't for the life of me remember. I just no, know yeah, it in it my was, bones. I feel like it was something really important that yeah. she's being really shitty about. I'm certain. Yeah. That, that feels right. Yeah, okay, so moving on. Yeah, um, for me. Yeah. Great. Uh, I'm so excited to continue to hate her and not hear anything about a tragic backstory, anything. So um, that doesn't develop. Yeah, you yeah. know, apparently she and uh, a brother Ben, um, they were a thing in high school before really? uh, before brother Ben became brother Ben. Ooh, no wonder she's so prickly. I know, right? That was my first thought. I mean, you you look at a woman like that with like that kind of act, and there's got to be a reason, right? Mm. I mean, she's such a bitch. She told us he was going to propose, but didn't, and then instead chose the path of the cloth. Yes, I also chose the path of the cloth, but it was satin. Your your path was more fun. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I almost feel bad for her a little bit, but then I remember that thing that she probably did or said. At some point. Yeah, at least the feeling elicited by that thing that we can't quite remember. But we know we know there was a thing. It's got to be there. Yeah. There are so many other things to devote our brain power to. You know, you got to be got to be real choosy. Yeah. And I mean, Flossie, Flossie and I, we did have like a full, you know, sympathy, empathy moment thing. Like, you know, we were cordial and, you know, I guess I feel bad or whatever. But like also... It's flossy. Right, exactly. Ugh. So um we found nothing. Okay. Uh so we've got we found some things. Um, you know, I texted you about a uh, red pen. Oh, I got this hymnal, a lot of bread in here. Well, a lot of mention oh. of bread. I'm hungry again. And uh look, this weird symbol. This weird symbol from the map. I hold out the map. Same symbol, same marker. Same marker as the uh, the the rotten hell note, unless there are two red markers in existence. But I don't think that's true. Was the red marker the note and the map, or just the map? The red marker is on three things now. It's on the go to hell, the map, and the hymnal. Yeah. And Abraham was real cagey when we asked him why he thought the. He, he said to us that he didn't think that the chapel should have been reopened, but he wouldn't tell us why. He just gave us some cagey story about history, um, yeah. but wouldn't go into detail. And then it sounded like we might need to speak with Sister Jeffries. Yeah. I'm thinking... Oh, I uh, saw her talking to Liam um, oh. near the, the shed. Um, I really didn't want to push my luck on that. That's fair. One. That's fair. We can, we're going to need to talk to Sister Jeffries anyway at some point because we're getting a lot of cagey answers. I think, I think Abraham guys. Castro is just like, I think he's, he's superstitious, like maybe thinks this place is, you know, bad luck or something. He, he, he was going on about signs that we shouldn't have reopened. Doris, you're looking at the sigil on this hymnal. And you're hearing this conversation about superstition and about how this building maybe shouldn't have reopened. 
And maybe a memory is starting to come a little clear for you. Maybe a story that you heard a long time ago. Doris is remembering when she was a little girl and they would come visit some relatives that she had in the area, the Featheringham clan that she referred to before. Um, Sometimes they would come here on summer trips. And one time they were here in um, that cusp of spring, summer, and something unusual happened. And the, the memory isn't real clear, but the symbol stuck in her mind. And she remembers seeing it on part of a boat, but it wasn't a boat. It might have been a submarine, the way that it was shaped. And this was a very long time ago, and it's very fuzzy. You know how childhood memories are, but she remembers the symbol, and, and she kind of points at it what the way that Renette is holding it and goes... I've seen this before. I didn't recognize it on the map, but I recognize it now. I've seen this. And I've been on this island. 